win this game. Let's end this. Got you, Kron. And get our son back. Hey everyone, and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. I think uh, my friend Curtis like said something to LeBron James or a Warner Brothers producer, and they punched him or something. But no, uh, he's got <laughs> he's got a little bit of an eye, and he's soldiering through today to actually review this movie today. He's actually uh, I should just say, go Curtis, you're the uh, you're basically the guy who books all the comics at Laugh Factory. You're the creative director. And then I think you're also the marketing guy at Open Books, where a bunch of people like sell their books uh, to you, like used ones for free, and you donate. And then you have like little kids learn how to become actual authors, which like that's like a community service. That's way like you do entertainment and community service. My face looks so red out in this camera, but yeah, <laughs> my eye looks worse, so I don't know. <laughs> no, you summed it up, Mike. Yeah. Um, you, I. I'm the general manager, director of operations, whatever I can do for you. That's who I am for Laugh yeah. Factory Chicago. And I am now actually the senior manager of external relations for Open Books. Whoa. A nonprofit here in Chicago, dealing in transforming lives through reading, writing, and the power of books. So all things books, we give them away to the community. We sell them at retail bookstores. Um, we also have uh, reading and writing literacy programs that we um, have across the city. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. A cinephile. I looked that up. I love <laughs> I like yeah. So that's me too. So so here's the story behind this. Uh, I was going to go see this movie, but like this is like the only time I had vacation time. So I was like, I'll go on vacation time and see if anyone else can see it. And Curtis really wanted to see it immediately. I'm like, what movie do you want to see? And like, without even like thinking about what movies, you're just like, Space Jam. No, <laughs> so I do we're right gonna away. We're going to go together. We're going to have a date. Yeah, I know. But it, like, usually, like, my dates used to be before I got married, you stood me up. And then. And I then we have to do it online, like COVID again. Yeah, right. I'm, getting ready for, I'm getting ready for the new variant. All right, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but no, Curtis, I, I'm wondering, you sent me a text after you saw Space Jam, and I think you said something like, that was great. And I'm like, really? Because, like, I don't know if you've been to Rotten Tomatoes recently, but it's like 36% or something like that. And I have to say, this is why I like it when you can watch review shows and listen to people talk about movies. Because you get past the... Because movies aren't baseball statistics. They're movies. And from that, it sounds like you actually might have liked it. I don't know. Or was it just kind of like the elation? definitely riding on the high of just watching a highly anticipated movie. You know, like something you just like really were looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Whether you wanted it to happen or not like did i want another space jam no <laughs> much like i don't want you know i, I didn't want another friday next card is the Fantic protection fridays, yeah and i was very happy that they did have more fridays i love the originals of things i didn't want another coming america to america they had another coming to america i did not like it as much as you know I was like hoping I might, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Space Jam is one of those iconic pieces of Americana that you want to just sit in a case and be there as it is forever. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you can recapture that. Hollywood budget. needs yeah. to make money. Yeah. There needed to be a new king of uh, the NBA. There needed to be a new iconic, yeah. legendary basketball figure. And LeBron James has been that. So it only makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. That LeBron, who always tried to mock Michael Jordan in every way, shape, or form, whether it's wow. with the jersey number, whether it's with the number of championships he's trying to win. That's really kind of where it, it ends between the two because they're actually different people. Yeah. As far as, you know, the status symbol, this seems like par for the course. Um, so, yeah, when I texted you, I was like, right as I like walked out of the movie theater and was kind of thinking about it, I was like, you know what? It actually wasn't bad. And that's what I was hoping. And I, 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 even if it was going to be better than Space Jam 1, I would yeah. never give it the credit because of nostalgia. You just can't compare those two pieces of time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't go back to the late 90s, mid, mid, mid to late 90s. I forget when Space Jam actually came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. A youth compare that to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I know we're going to get into like more detail, but like my knee jerk reaction right after was, it was pretty good. Huh. Now, what What about, because I know I was concerned, like, when I saw the trailer and everything, like, basically looked like it was Ready Player One straight up on crack, I was like, oh, no, what are we going to get here? But luckily, uh, it sounds like it was good. I'm wondering, uh, how did it work? How did, like, an animation style of this nature blend in with the 21st century? Because... There has been countless comparisons to something like Ready Player One. So, is it was there something in the style that made it stand out where it didn't feel tacky or anything like that? Because that's what I was worried about. Like I just, it was was very tacky. It was very tacky. It was very busy. Um, It was very in your face with special effects, um, reanimation. I mean, even the scene that there's a kind of a quick clip there of when um don Cheadle's character oh yeah anamorphs everyone from like the traditional like uh 2d like character into a very pixar version of themselves you basically if the looney tunes were in a pixar movie um and so they all slowly transform into it um i actually thought that that was a little bit of foreshadowing Hmm. From Warner Brothers, they also the difference I feel between the first Space Jam and this Space Jam was the incorporation of the entire um, universe of like Warner Brothers, like every right Disney, everything Warner Brothers was included in this movie, which I feel the first one was like solely focused on like the main characters of um, the Looney Tunes kind of universe, so. He, you know, storyline a little different. Um, the stakes were a little different, obviously, where I think, you know, the Michael Jordan Space Jam was solely focused on, you know, saving the tunes. Yes. Yeah. was a little bit more focused on, like, family. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the migration from, like, 
the generation that's like now like before me mm -hmm. uh, or after me um focusing less on sports and more into kind of like stem um mm. and and not really being beholden to you know athletes as icons and more of like you know the steve jobs as, mm. as icons. I, I saw i saw kind of like a trend line there um but what i actually did like and unfortunately i can't compare because they didn't give michael jordan the latitude to do this but yeah they allowed lebron to do a little acting you know like athletes get they do the reactionary line where it's just like oh that's crazy or like you know what i mean it's like you know five to six lines per conversation where it's just yeah. very like very milk toast and they allowed uh, lebron james to have kind of like emotional dialogue with his son and you know he's like saving him so you know there was kind of some 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 enter like emotional turmoil between him allowing him to do different things and so he got a chance to really kind of you know show some range it wasn't good but right, right. It, was kind of, it was just it, i was i was interested to see how he handled it i I don't think anybody expected LeBron James to like show range and show tears, <laughs> you know, on cue and do, you know, like yeah. Daniel Day Lewis style method acting, which he played himself. So there's not much method acting to it, but yeah. he was allowed that. And I don't think they didn't get it. Michael Jordan didn't get a chance. Whether he wanted to do it or not is like one thing, but that was something that I thought was kind of, you know, cool about this. There was a ton of references to the old Space Jam, enough to where like the older crowd can like, can stay engaged. Mm -hmm. There was definitely a ton of LeBron James references to his like real world basketball career. Like Miami stuff or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him switching teams and, you know, so I feel like the dad or, you know, the mom that's, you know, big sports fanatic, like, that's maybe not care that doesn't care too much about the movie in itself. Like it keeps you engaged and it's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. like I get those references. Um, I'm very curious because I don't feel like the Looney yeah. Tunes, Bugs Bunny, um, Tasmanian Devil, you yeah. know, Yosemite Sam. I don't think that they're popular cartoon characters anymore. So like, no, it's don't yeah. really like the appeal of them in a movie. I don't think connects. I think it's still a movie that's for the adults, mm. but it is a kids movie. So they're going to be interested the, the kids are going to be interested, but I don't mm. think, I think it gives parents an opportunity to like kind of show their children, like who they were, you know, who they loved growing up and, you know, and kind of in that very same way, it gives the kids an opportunity to be like, hey, this is some of the stuff that I'm into. I'm into coding. I'm into video games, obviously. I'm into, yeah. you, know, you know, technology in this sense. So I think it's actually a learning lesson for both demographics. Overall, it was it was definitely super busy. Like, that's the best yeah. way. I can. There's a lot going on, both in the animation, um, you know, the, the graphics, the storyline there's like several dynamics kind of at play so you kind of can't really focus on like one thing and you just threw everything together it's like 
Space Jam vomit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was kind of like a Space Jam vomit. That that's that's what the trailer looked like and when I just saw all that that shit on the screen. I'm just like, oh fuck. Yeah, they're going to they're going to like go full on CGI mayhem with it. And that's when I was like really kind of cuz like I knew okay, it's maybe not going to be the greatest thing, but like this. Welcome to is insanity. Yeah, but I mean, something with like that much. Oh, I didn't even cut to it, so I fucked it up. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, it's just like all this at the same time. It, it's like a kind of that was I the part know. I was happier. They actually brought LeBron James back to a like regular like four dimensional or whatever character. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Else got the like reanimation. I was like, I don't want to see LeBron as a cartoon character. Yeah, for more than you know. Maybe like ten minutes, but still that long. <laughs> yeah, but still, like even with like athlete, I don't know if you've ever seen this bit by uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel show with Gary Oldman, but like there, there's a thing he said about act, act athletes uh, trying to be actors that just always cracked me up. Gary Oldman studied acting for many years to perfect my craft, and just as I, Gary Oldman, actor, would never try and join an NBA team just because I'm famous. I, Gary Oldman, would very much appreciate it if professional basketball players would stay the f*** out of movies! <laughs> Who the hell told you you could act the, the director on your Powerade commercial? You're not actors! Some of you can't even speak English! But, yeah, I was wondering, like, how does he have to emote that movie? Because I'm still like, is he still good or is he still just like, oh, no, my son's gone. I'm sad. And then they just put, like, the little teardrop in his eye. And he's like, yeah. I got it. <laughs> I love Gary Oldman. Like, that makes me very happy. Um, I'm trying to think of who the best athlete, actor of all time is oh god that's a that's a good one <laughs> or the best or the best movie featuring an actor a lot of people always would say space jam but it, yeah it wasn't a great like acting film like michael jordan did a terrible job <laughs> oh well, yeah great job being the basketball player in the movie killed that yeah. But like he like the the work ethic he had when he was doing it was insane because like you watch last dance he was oh. Working I, like I twelve plus hours on set, plus doing basketball and like no sleep. Oh, He's like a yeah. vampire. And, I mean, but to be to be fair, LeBron yeah. also had to do that. In oh yeah. The while the NBA was like figuring out whether or not to like go in the bubble. Yeah. Like, like all like the post stuff, but for the majority of it, I mean, he, yeah, he was still playing, but it wasn't the pandemic. There is a very funny piece, and I don't want to spoil it. Right. But feature there's it features an actor who has a very funny story of why they're named the way that they're named and it's because michael jordan was filming space jam and had to register as the sag after actor and so when you register yourself like you you have yeah. a name so he registered himself as his name and at the same time there's someone who has a similar name that wasn't allowed to use his name because Michael Jordan had just registered under SAG as Michael Jordan. <laughs> now I'm gonna now I'm gonna have to think. 
So he's got a very funny moniker. It's 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 actually just a, it's a, it's like a fun little like ditty in the movie that I think that was my it was definitely by far my favorite part of the movie. I would love to see just like an animated uh, Dennis Rodman with Kim Jong on. Uh, just uh, going around with like little animated rockets and like the, you have Speedy Gonzalez trying to kick him away, which I'm glad they didn't, I'm glad they didn't change that. I'm glad they're not like, oh no, people are going to be offended. It's a cliche. It's like, dude, it's a fucking cartoon character. Chill out. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh yeah. no, they didn't use him still. I mean, it was tasteful. Yeah. I'll give him that. But was it was that stupid pretty. Matrix scene? <laughs> Oh yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was curious about how many celebrities, uh, well, celebrities, basketball players. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't like surprised by any of the guest appearances. I was hoping to see but they didn't show up. But there's like a good like mix of of current NBA players that had cameos um, huh. and a couple that i saw in the credits so i was like i don't remember seeing them but <laughs> they're in the background somewhere they, they yeah, drew yeah. them now but when i say they use the full breadth of the warner brothers universe when you see it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about oh it my was, god dude, i was like oh wow okay like wait a minute i think i know what you're talking about because i think someone said in twitter in like one of the rows of the seats were all the droogs from uh, A Clockwork Orange cheering oh, on the yeah. game. Yeah. Tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. Wow. The, okay. entire, the entire, when I say the entire Warner Brothers universe. The- I mean, if you're adding the rapists from A Clockwork Orange, I think oh. you pretty much added everything. Like, they, they right. milked the, they're, right. they, they're yeah. like taking the multiverse. When you yeah. look at it, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> okay, now I want to see it because I really want to see that moment. And that I'm gonna guess that's towards the third act. And yeah. What you're gonna do, I know it because I thought about it. I was like, man, if I had this at home, I'd do it too. As you would pause very frequently, like frame by frame, yeah, somewhere around like fifty to sixty times, you're gonna pause this movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, only for that, like only for that, and. Another thing that I thought was, um, I was like pros and cons, like the pro. Yeah. This was they did focus a lot more in the, the, the game itself. Cause the whole movie is like focused around LeBron. Yeah. Basically. The, you know, the Monstars, which is the goon squad. Okay. So it's the same, it's the same goon squad. Yeah. Yeah. They go by the goon squad, not the Monstars. Um, yeah. So it's focused around him playing against them for the fate of the world, ultimately. And I thought in the first Space Jam, it was kind I'd like to know how much time-wise was focused on the actual game itself in the first Space Jam. Because I feel like the, I feel like about 60% of the movie Space Jam 2 was focused on the game. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the first one, it was more the the inverse, like forty percent was like focused on the actual game, and you know they got to be a little bit more creative. Obviously, with technology being significantly better now, there's kind of some some animation that like the the creative license that they took in the game was <laughs> was was pretty was 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 a lot. 
Oh my god. Yeah. So I'll say a shout out to Dame Lillard. Dame Damian Lillard stole the show. I personally feel we'll see what the we'll see what the Oscar chatters like. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. This is not an Oscar worthy performance. But I, I was I'm... actually pretty pumped to like see someone you know uh, that you just wouldn't expect. You know, <laughs> significant lines, you know, or you know, be featured in the way that you know they featured some people. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how like did the movie work uh, structurally? Because it looked like the trailer gave away the whole plot. It was kind of like uh, LeBron James uh, runs into Toontown somehow and his son gets captured and he has to play, uh, you know, the, the, what was the Monstor Squad or something like that? Goon Squad. The Goon Squad, yeah. It was the Toon Squad versus the Goon Squad. Yeah. And so it, it's kind of like it gave everything away all yeah. over the place. Yeah. But to simplify it, LeBron James plays LeBron James. The, 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 the jury is still out goat. Of yeah. All time. Right. The greatest basketball right. player currently playing basketball. His son has like zero interest in basketball. Also, is actually um, a video game developer, and so develops a video game that, a basketball game that is, you know, not exactly basketball. It's basketball, mm-hmm. but with like a whole bunch of like bells and whistles added to it. And LeBron really wants him to pursue basketball because he feels like he has it in him. But it's really just him living vicariously through his son. Um, they were he. They go to Warner Brothers to pitch. Um, I'm not going to say the whole movie, but they go to Warner Brothers to pitch um, this idea of basically simulating actual people and then they can have creative control over them in this, you know, Warner Brothers universe. And LeBron's like, terrible idea. Uh, Algae Rhythm, played by Don Cheadle, um, who is kind of the, uh, you know, the the, the villain. And, yeah. and the movie feel, you know, feels like he never he he tries to play nice and he's this you know evil genius that Mm. wants to really kind of unleash this like new technology on the world feels slighted sucks him into the you know into the warnerverse and basically takes his son hostage and is like here's the deal you think that you're the like the best thing since sliced bread and basketball so here this is what we're gonna do we're gonna we're going to play for the future of your son and ultimately the world, his followers. And they make it seem like everyone in the world follows LeBron James on Instagram. That's not the case. I don't, I I mean, it's, it's funny when I, when I think of the, it does sound like they actually successfully before I go off on a tangent, it sounds like to me, a lot of, you know, critics came into this, and I think one of the quotes I read, I don't know who it was from, it's like, it said, Space Jam is just like the first one, bad. It's like, well, if you didn't like the first one, why do you want to see the second one? Just to get a quick review poll and say you didn't like it, you know? I mean, I just thought, to me, it's like, you know, I don't know, because Space Jam holds a place in my heart as a kid, but as an adult seeing it, you just go, oh, wow, this is just a huge cartoon for Warner Brothers. Like, the movie literally starts with Michael Jordan 
flying towards the Warner Brothers logo in the trailer and penetrating through it. And I'm just kind of like, well, you know, as a commercial, it's it's entertaining. But, you know, would I really want to see it just so then I could say bad things about something I already know I might not like? No. But at the same time, I know exactly what it is. It's supposed to be over the top. It's supposed to be something that is reflective of its time. Uh, if you, if for instance, everyone's criticizing this movie for being 3D animated, but the thing is, uh, if you go back to the original film, that was just copying a trend as well. When they did uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know that copy that from Mary Poppins which Mary Poppins copied it from Selling of the South, which is off of Disney's library. Um, but although I think Warner Brothers handled that better because Disney deleted everything that had like odd racist imagery like from their library. And if I recall, Warner Brothers, they have a, they actually have like a warning before, like, you know, if they have like a cartoon depicting something that's old. Yeah. They say, the cartoons you are about to see are the products of their time. They made uh, depict some ethnic and racial prejudices that were commonplace in American society. So they're basically just saying, hey, we know this is wrong, uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're acknowledging that it exists. So it's... funny still is, like, the ultimate equalizer. Like, they could just take it down, right? Like, it's just like, yeah. we're not going to put... But enough people are like, no, it's like a piece of rent. But they're like, oh, also, like, we could still make money off streaming it. Just put a disclaimer up, like, oh, who cares? <laughs> I also feel yeah. like, isn't Foghorn Leghorn problematic? I'm like, who is he really supposed to be, right? Because if you if you allude to the fact that Foghorn Leghorn might be black, then that is problematic. But wow. if you just say he's just a rooster, it's like, well, okay. Like, I, I never even... <laughs> Thought of him as Jim Crowish, but yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I didn't even think of him as black. I thought of him as uh, who is that guy? Uh, he ran for president, and he was also in Die Hard too. And he was like this fat, bald Republican guy. And he always oh, thought, yeah, yeah. yeah, he sounded just like that guy. <laughs> I always just pictured him when he talked. Yeah, you're actually right. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. I mean, when you think about it, you also have the uh, scene in Dumbo with the uh, crows who were kind of like that. But, uh, but uh, I'm reverting to this point because the mo first movie that used 2D animation with, uh, you know, live action was Song of the South, which then went to Mary Poppins, which then went to uh, Who Framed Ra Roger Rabbit, and then Space Jam went... Well, we should do one of those, and we could sell that with Michael Jordan, and here's this creative, you know, here's this vision that we could do, and they made it work. So this one's kind of doing the same thing as the first one, except I think everyone's on to the concept. So now they're sort of neglecting it, where instead of, like, kind of walking in with an open mind to see maybe what it is, because they're saying, oh, well, it's ripping this off. It's like, well, Space Jam ripped off movies, too. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, the concept of that is definitely not, I mean, no one... No one necessarily reinvented the wheel. I thought yeah. what Space Jam 2 did was take that to the next level, mm. albeit busy and, and very kind of like animation vomit too, you know. But yeah. like I said, I think it is a foreshadowing for what we will see a rebirth of kind of some of the older characters that we grew up to know and love yeah. in a, in a, what I, 
can only refer to as like a Pixar world. So to see <laughs> Bugs Bernie with fur that flows, you know, yeah. and, and isn't static and a Lola bunny um, post, uh, you know, third wave feminist. Where oh, yeah, the, the whole controversy. We should have. Why? What's the big deal with? Oh, they made her boobs smaller. It's like what? You're hor you're horny for a cartoon rabbit, okay? But then again, the animators knew what they were doing. The animators both knew what they were doing. Both in, both in, anyone who made yeah. her very like titular, yeah. Shame on <laughs> and then the person that a very titular character and yeah. was like, oh, Lola's boot. Like anyone who thought about that. Shame on you. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think about it. They brought it up, Dory. They made her boobs smaller. Like, why are you upset about that? No, <laughs> like, just like the person who, like, you know, the end was like, you know what I think we should do is definitely give Lola Rabbit a vasectomy. <laughs> like that. that, that she's she's going to identify as a man or something in this one. All right. That's not funny. <laughs> or is it? Fuck it. All right. I'm canceled now. Yay! No. <laughs> We'll go down together in flames. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, over Space Jam 2. Reviews. Over Space... No, you make one joke and that's it. They're like, oh my god, he he does... I ain't believe it. I was at... Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a live stream. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't matter. I'm leaving it in. Uh, but... <laughs> but no. I mean, the point is, um, they, they didn't have, like... Uh, um, I was talking about this on another friend's podcast, actually. Like, when we're talking about how the Marvel Universe might switch all-female, what they're doing right now, I like it, but I don't like it, like, when Disney pandered, for instance, when they uh, had uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens come out, and their protagonist is Rey, female protagonist. Cool. Awesome. And then they had Rogue One come out, and then there was another female protagonist, and I'm like, okay. And then Battlefront 2 came out, and then there was another f female protagonist. It's like, okay... Now you're overdoing it. Like, get, get a black guy or a Mexican dude or something. Like, <laughs> why are you always going towards one demographic? And guess what? Girls don't buy as many Star Wars toys. <laughs> but I mean, that yeah. obviously is the that's the goal, right? Yeah. To, you know, but it does have to start. You, I think, a little bit of like sociopolitical like talk yeah. for a second is you know because having a male protagonist is so commonplace. You, I mean, decades, mm -hmm. right? Generations of male protagonists. And yeah. never really did anyone go, oh, it's a lot of dudes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally, so, totally. It, yeah. It, it is also, it, it's so commonplace that male protagonists are so common that yeah. when you see four consecutive female protagonists, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like where they, you know, where is this coming from? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's the same way with, um, with um oh gosh what's the actor's name he's in the star wars um john boyega john boyega yeah and then they go to china and then they, they will not allow you know him like featured in like the posters or wow know, i don't know oh you didn't know that oh gosh. no when yeah when they i mean there's been a huge like kerfuffle between lucas films and um and really just like woke culture and the fact that they also adhered to China's um, oh, request to take John Boyega off of the cover <laughs> and to modify the film. Oh my god! <laughs> With him not being in it, featured as wow. much as 
yeah. they spent billions or millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. and, and featuring it. But I mean, I do see Lola Bunny's boobs are like the last thing. You got to pick your fights. <laughs> or regress us for that yeah. matter um, in society. If that's the um, beauty standards that they want to, you know, uh, portray an agenda to young women, you know, kids, um, you know, outside of the Barbie frame, Coke bottle shape, you know, curvaceous, vivacious, you know, cartoons, then, you know, so be it. I mean, you talked about who framed Roger Rabbit and, yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. We, we, his, was, uh, know, that's one of those things his where, wife. Yeah. With the red dress and the big button. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, literally like the, her boobs were larger than like her entire butt. Right? <laughs> her, that, was, bigger her face. that was their way of saying this is sexually attractive. Like this yeah. is what, you know, so if that, okay, fine. Like, yeah. didn't it didn't it didn't move me one way or the other in the film like i thought about it very quickly i was like oh yeah that's what they were talking about and then yeah you know, moved on to the next yeah. um lola bunny is definitely a 1b character in the film like the yeah. star is lebron james the 1a is bugs bunny and 1b is lola like mm. if bugs bunny was not in the film then Lola, I mean, it, it's Lola yeah. Bunny. And does she stand out? Is she, uh, how's her character in the movie? Is it just like, oh, okay, like she's just generic or does she actually... Oh, great, powerful, help? super, like full of character. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a they set her up pretty nice in the beginning. Um, she yeah. goes through the trials for the Wonder Woman uh, Amazon race. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so Wonder Woman makes an appearance, obviously. Um, and so, like, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. And especially after watching the epic pile of doo-doo that was uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I regret giving it a good review. I go back and I'm like, you know, it... it, it, uh, it you, you were pandering. That's cool, though. Yeah. Yes, I was. Uh, well, here's the thing. I don't know. I think I just wanted to watch something happy because I was in a bad mood. So I'm like, oh, this movie's happy. Yay. Uh, but now I go back and I'm like, yeah, it, it completely ignored everything about the first film. Because the, the whole movie was about Wonder Woman being more powerful than all these men around her, an Amazonian, but also being incredibly empathetic. And then the second film was just all about how she missed her boyfriend. And that was the whole plot. I'm like, wh why are you making her like this dependent, mopey, sad woman all of a sudden? What, what are you doing? Yeah, but, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't actually think about that. Like contrast between the two i actually watched it in a true family setting with like yeah. kids and their parents and then my wife and i yeah and we were all just like i really like Kristen wig as an actress but this is hot garbage love you Kristen wig please come to laugh factory or something that was, <laughs> like, that was not good not but not not it was it wasn't not not good it was not 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 good <laughs> which one was this What's that? Which one was this? Wonder Woman 84. Uh, oh, yeah. Her cheetah. Yeah, terrible. I don't know why I didn't think about that. But, yeah, uh, and when they add the, the CGI to it, uh, it, w it was just unbearable to watch. And, yeah, her, her acting in it wasn't – I don't know if they rushed her or what the deal was. And then I they mean, had uh, that whole – Space Jam 2, too much. Yeah. Like, 
creative liberties on animation and, and, and CGI, Wonder Woman 84, badly placed <laughs> mm. CGI and animation. Not a ton, but when they put it in, it was not the right time. Yeah. Um, and they could have done without. Space Jam, too much all over the place, but I see what they did. It was literally like, we're going to test all this stuff out in front of the like most critical mass of an audience that we can possibly gather yeah. and we'll see what works and what doesn't yeah and i just i just hope like in the end the film doesn't feel like wait where are we going where are we going? like you, you can actually follow the storyline and you're entertained enough where it doesn't matter because that's really all you need to do with space jam is just achieve the bare barest of the bare minimum you know it's just like is it entertaining can the audience follow it do they like the characters great you know and they, ultimately yeah. see where lebron stacks up yeah. Um, against Michael Jordan in yet another contest. <laughs> like, it's like, how many championships is he going to get? Okay, like, how many points is he going to score? Okay, like, you know, how many, you know, accolades is he going to get, like, in the NBA? Good. Now, this is like, let's see how they both stack up in, like, the very same movie together. Yeah. And who's, like, the better actor, or who can, like, portray it better, or who can kind of, like, bring it home. Um, I think for... Michael Jordan, he's once again just like playing with house money because there was no expectation for him in that movie. It was just exciting to watch Michael Jordan in a feature length film. So whether he did bad or great, it didn't matter. Like no one was going with the expectation of even like caring if he didn't do well. It was literally watching your favorite idol in sports playing a movie with your favorite cartoon characters that you literally were watching. Mm. I kind of wish that they would have featured, although Warner hasn't been able to do this because they haven't really cared as much about, you know, really building on, you know, a universe of characters that, you know, are on Saturday morning cartoons, like we watched with the Looney Tunes, mm. but they didn't feature any characters that I thought were something that, like, the the younger generation were into, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't even know, like, like I thought, like, Baby Shark or something should have been in there. But, yeah, <laughs> Baby, Shark in there. Baby Shark did not make an appearance in Space Jam 2. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think, I think they missed the mark pretty big on featuring character, cartoon characters that, kids are into now it was literally trying to bring back to life all of the characters that we grew up watching and maybe they're gonna try to do they're gonna try to milk bugs bunny for like another several decades yeah but, which is funny because warner brother like disney has had mickey mouse forever but they didn't need to rely on him i mean we can't help but i can't help but think of the warners versus disney sort of stuff because you know disney owns marvel and they have Pixar, and they have these these cartoons that I mean they own an empire, and everybody's just kind of trying to keep up with them. And I think Warner wants to try to keep up however they can. The thing is, it always feels like they shove too much into one movie, and they move a little too fast. Like if you look at um, uh, uh, like the the, uh, the the whole Snyderverse, for instance, all those movies from Wonder Woman and Justice—they they, shove so much in those movies, you couldn't even follow what's going on, and you can't emotionally connect. Where the Marvel films took its time, and um, yeah, I just feel like if they're trying to shove these new characters in, why couldn't they do it in a way where it's like, why don't you just have new cartoon shows that you could? 
introduce to audiences. And if they already have them, th then why aren't they marketing them well enough? I mean, you have HBO. If they already have them, then, you know. then that is an even bigger indictment on them not featuring them in the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and who are the new characters? Like, okay, we know what's funny and all that. I mean, the characters that were new were old characters, right? They're, yeah. You know, Marvin Martian, Foghorn Leghorn, you know. Yeah. Uh, the pig. Porky uh, pig, yeah. Porky pig, the grandmother. Do they have uh, Donald Duck? <laughs> yeah. Donald Duck is Donald Duck. Donald Duck's always going to be the G for me. I love Donald Duck. <laughs> I love Donald. I still uh, haven't seen DuckTales, and everyone's, like, told me to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, come on. I was like, I finally saw Goonies for the first time uh, a few days ago. And... Uh, Hmm? Goonies oh. make an appearance. Oh yeah, they do. Were they? Oh, they would make it. Was it like a little? Okay, never mind. I don't want to give it away. I'm just. I want to see the movie to see all the little cameos. I want the candy because that's literally what Space Jam is. It's visual candy for the audience. There's a part where they like, call a timeout or something, maybe, and then they kind of pan to the Goon Squad's bench. And yeah. Don Cheadle's character like bends down to like say something, and I was like, "Oh, they did that on purpose to like show who was behind him." So it's like one, it's like one of those things. Uh, um, you'll like it. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think I'm gonna like this movie. And if you see that big 36 percent sticking on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, maybe some critics need to chill out. But I might see it, and I might say the same thing. So I, I don't know. You know. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of the people too. Like. I don't know if you're sponsored by Rotten Tomatoes or anything, but nope. I see a Rotten Tomatoes like for one, I don't know how their scoring system actually works, so I just think like I see like a low percentage, I'm like that must be it's bad. Yeah. But then I see a high percentage, and they're like, oh, that's a really bad movie. So if the Rotten Tomato is high in percentage, then it's bad, right? Or if the Good Tomato is high, then yeah. it's good. Once you hit fifty percent. Uh, it's like you get to the green rotten tomato. You get a, or I think actually the 59% you get to the rotten tomato. By 60, it goes up, you know. And yeah, I mean, are you, was anyone really expecting to go on here and see like a Pixar level? Like even Luca has like 80 some percent, and I did not like Luca, you know, and I might like this movie. Which shows, like, the nice thing about movies is anybody can walk into a theater, take 100 people to go see Casablanca, which I rewatched the first time yesterday because I couldn't follow what was going on the first time because, I, I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. This time I rewound a bunch of times. Like, oh, fuck, what did they say? You know, and you bring 100 people and have them watch Casablanca and you ask each of them what do they think of the movie, you'll get different opinions. Some might not like it. Some might, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I watched that approximately seven years ago. Yeah. Maybe maybe like six years ago, yeah. I was with some girl that I would like that I liked, and I was like, "Oh, I never watched Casablanca." She's like, "Oh God, we gotta watch it." And I was like, "Oh, I never watched Sound of Music." She's like, "Okay, we're gonna watch Casablanca. We're gonna watch Sound of Music," and I watched both. Love Sound of Music, Casablanca, super whack. No, you didn't like Casablanca. Okay, it's funny. Like uh, I'm watching it, I'm like, I could definitely see the hype behind it. I love the pacing. I love how the camera goes around uh, uh, Ricky's club. I think his name was right, or Rick's club, or something like that. And uh, bo you know, Bogey's club. And uh, I loved how th they really had an energy to it. It was a little cheesy. Some of the love story stuff. Like how many times could he say, "Here's looking at you, kid"? I think he says like four times in the movie. And I'm like. 
we get it, dude. You want this to be a famous line, and you got it. <laughs> <laughs> One time, the like not too long ago, I like made this like uh, this phrase up, and we're all sitting at the club, and somebody said something and like teed it up perfect for me to say it, and like I said it, but like it was like kind of loud, and like other people were talking, so like no one heard me. Oh. So then like it happened again where they said something that teed it up, and so I said it again. And it's the same thing, kind of like, you know how it is in like the upstairs part, super loud, like multiple conversations going on. But like, oh, yeah. I'm talking together. So that was the third time. And I say it again. And the one person that heard me all three times was like, dude, like, it's, it's not, it's not going to be a thing. Like, just like, <laughs> like, I heard you. It's not, that reminds me of the here's looking at you. If there was somebody who could have been at the Bogies Club, it was just like, hey, Humphrey, Humphrey, or Cary Grant, whichever one it is. Yeah. Hey, no, no. It's not going to be a thing. Stop saying it. She does. She won't like it. I promise. Like, yeah. Eh, okay. She she wanted to leave him, but yeah. I mean, I, and then it's just funny when you watch a contrast in performances of those movies. Like everyone just takes terrible news just so well. It's just yeah. like he died. And he's just like, oh, it's unfortunate for him. And then he just smokes a cigarette, walks away. Are you fucking kidding me? Had like killed three hundred and eighty million Jews. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, yeah, that guy did escape from the, um, who was it? Uh, fuck, I can't remember his name at the top of my head, but, yes, uh, he was trying to escape from his ex-girlfriend's wife's husband was going to the place, but I can't remember his name now. But, yep, it's like, oh, I escaped from the concentration camp. It was terrible. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> Like, people just take horrible news just so well. And then all of a sudden, though, I, but if you watch, like, Japanese films, like everyone reacts to everything so Very over the top. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but I like yeah, how this. You know, they all start going. Yeah. <laughs> Which hey, I I love that. There's so much energy to that that you don't find in American cinema. You know, they're all just kind of deadpan for a certain period of time. But. Uh, if you were to rate uh, Space Jam A New Legacy out of four Guinnesses, what, what do you think you'd give it? Two and a half Guinnesses. Ooh, so it's not a good review. <laughs> all right, two and a half out of four. So, all right, all right. Well, it's better than what most people are saying, but overall, uh, I thought you liked it. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. I did like it, but, yeah. you know, for some of the, you know, re it's a modern movie, right? So it's, yeah. a, it's a modern cartoon, if you want to call it a cartoon in the yeah. sense of animated characters. The storyline was like, bare, at its bare bones, was like intact. It was there for the actual like yeah. storyline. Um, the ending, like I'm talking about the like the the, the final the final ending, yeah, tacky. The the way that they tried to throw all of the different animation at you was super uh, tacky. There's too much going on in it. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I was worried about. So all of these make me worried. I just want to see it for the cameos. <laughs> right. I give it the the half of uh, Guinness because yeah. I like that they did allow LeBron James to like at least try to have range. Like, to, was it you know, successful? <laughs> dig into like 
No, of course not. No. <laughs> I thought earlier you're like, you know, he did acting and it was kind of good. And I'm like, really? No. Like, yeah. no, so they just did they give him that like truth serum and then he just like confessed to like things and that made him cry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was just mainly like you know giving it given the opportunity that like Jordan didn't have that, but it also yeah. I, I doubt that they even wanted to give it to him. He wanted it, you know. Yeah. But LeBron wanted to kind of dig down there and and really flex that you know flex that muscle. Yeah. Um, there's a guy that plays his assistant. And I don't know his name. Okay. It was also like the cast in itself was not necessarily star studded outside mm. of Don Cheadle. Like, I mean, there wasn't like a ton of, other than the, obviously the Looney Tunes characters, but the human actors. <laughs> it was, um, hmm. Don Lorel, James? Laurel was there. And I feel like Laurel's had the best like four to five year run of any stand up comic living. Um, oh, Laurel's in it too. Man, Laurel has been crushing it in every movie. Like, I remember when I saw Judas and the Black Messiah early. I just kept kept telling you, man, you're gonna love his role. You're gonna love his role. I just kept wanting oh, to say, yeah. put it in his drink, make him sleepy. But I didn't want to say it and like <laughs> before you saw it. No, it was yeah. So the half is for taking the chance. Mm-hmm. If not, it was a very milk toast kind of plot and movie but they threw everything and the kitchen sink at you with special effects yeah yeah so you know for me i think i would check it out because i'm curious it's a bit like not like cats like that bad but i'm just like i really want to see oh it's better see. yeah way better than cats yeah way cats is just i mean one of my friends uh, ian simmons actually likes it and stands up for it I mean, Cat should have been an animated movie completely. Um, but so, so you prefer that it would take the, the 3D style rather than just doing the same thing again and making it 2D? They have to. Yeah. They have to. I mean, that's just where we are, right? Like, yeah. if you're gonna take a if you're gonna take a classic that is a time capsule, yeah, and where technology and and and, and you know special effects were at that time. You have you have to amplify it, right? You got to mm-hmm. put in this like sauce that we have now and this like Pixar type world. And I haven't seen Warner do that in a way that you know Pixar really is you know been leaps and bounds in taking animation yeah. to like a very realism, uh, you know, like type of environment. So to see that it's like, oh, if they were to do that for a full feature length film, like. I could fuck with it, but do that and not jump back and forth and then throw in the 2D again and then like, okay, here's some humor, you know, like, yeah. it was just like, it was too much of a mixed bag. Well, what really set me off is, and I hope this works, but there is like this clip here that was, yeah. Isn't this like outdated as the Matrix? Really? <laughs> wow. Hold on, can you do it again? <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Lady Checker Twitter. Abuela, let's do this. <laughs> What's happening, like, bro? So, I mean, it's like, what year is this? Like, the, the, this is such an outdated reference. And that's like one they thing. Make that a, they make an MC out. Hammer reference, and that threw me off. I was like, whoa. I was like, even I was kind of like, ooh. <laughs> even I wouldn't know. I'm like, who? 
I mean, Jesus. I remember that, like, the, the, the most B-movie star thing I ever did was dance on the stage with Vanilla Ice, which was just... Yeah. <laughs> All my when, friends around me... When was this? This was... He was performing sometime in... Uh, it, 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 I don't know the year, but it was definitely a few years before, like, I knew you, and he was in Lakeview, and they closed off, like, an area for, like, this little concert thing, my buddy's like, you want to see Vanilla Ice? I'm like, all right, and at one point, he was singing Go Ninja, and I jumped up on the stage with him and danced. Oh, I danced with him. Go Ninja, go Yeah, <laughs> and, like, all my friends, I just saw walk away when I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you haven't talked to him since. <laughs> nope, I haven't. I'm like, all right, fine. You're not cool. <laughs> that would have been. It would. It would be even funnier if it was like a child, Mike Crowley, that like in like the height of like Ice Ice Baby, got to like go on stage with Vanilla Ice and like. Oh my god! Just a little kid. Me. See, that's what I remember about Space Jam. I saw Space Jam in the theater as a kid. I think it was like my dad or something. Which, I mean, I feel bad for my dad. I took him to so many bad movies as a kid. I think I took him to Tomb Raider. And then I took him to Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I think half the time the movie just walked in. It was for my birthday. A bunch of kids were there. And half the time he just walked outside. He was just, like, having cigarettes. <laughs> he did the same thing with, like, Return of the Jedi. I knew it was that one because I'm like, what do you remember about that movie? He's like, I remember just smoking cigarettes and they were, like, teddy bears or something. I'm like, okay, that's Return of the Jedi. Um, but, yeah, this one, I feel like I, I don't know if they could have, in my opinion, what would have been more impressive instead of going, oh, let's amp up the degree. Let's, you know, bring in the big video. What if they said, no, let's actually slow down, focus on a story, and maybe not try to say something because it's fucking Space Jam. Like, what are you going to say? But I was I'd glad say, that they didn't say anything. Yeah. Like, what statement are you going to make? Like, oh, we we, we idolize uh, athletes too much. Well, you can't say that because your your whole movie's a commercial for yourselves. You know, when, when the you're in. The brand placement in the movie was like of epic proportions. It's like you might as well have gone. Simple, like the, the L, yeah. the J whatever it is, wow. uh, was everywhere. And I didn't think about it until the very end because he's, like, holding a ball. And the way he's holding the ball, like, the LJ is, like, right there. You know, he's, like, turns around. He's, like, hey. And it's just, like, the ball was, like, I've seen that fucking logo the whole time. I know what it is now because I've seen it so much in this movie that now I've, like, realized that it's an L and a J that, like, makes a crown for, like, the king, but it's, like, LeBron James, and it's a crown. And I was like, damn, you did it. <laughs> like, you got me thinking it. Like, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I think uh, as a giant commercial, I don't know if it's a, su a success or not. Maybe it is a success, but who knows? But um, yeah. Having said that, uh, was it was there anything you wanted to add at the end other than oh wait, there is one question I have. Do you have a preference of Jordan versus LeBron, or are Jordan, you like Jordan, 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 Jordan? Yeah. Jordan. I think I I think I'm I think I'm swaying that opinion because I told you on the phone like uh, LeBron. I don't know shit about basketball, so whatever I say, I'm just talking out of my ass. Uh, but the goat, but LeBron yeah. is like probably yeah. number three. Yeah, I mean, I would love. I know I talked to Pat Tomasulo about uh, Last Dance, and that I I was huge on the Chicago Bulls during that era because I think 
the Chicago Bulls of that era, they transcended the sport. And they oh, brought yeah. people who weren't into it into it because they were winning so much. And there was so much personality between all the yeah. players. You, know, yeah. and you could pull something that wasn't sports related from like the majority of the, the major players, you know? You know what would have been really cool? If somehow Jordan shows up in that movie, you know? And I don't yeah, know if... Michael, no, Michael Jordan, Michael oh. Jordan going to show up. Okay, good. Then it wins points. It wins some extra points. So, yeah, because I was thinking this LeBron versus Jordan thing, do, do they even really care in real life? They might, because after seeing the last dance, I'm like, Jesus, man, these guys are petty. But at the same time, when you're playing sports, you kind of have to be when it's competition. It's insane. But yeah. I've, I've, I've been in that mindset where, I mean, when you're in a film festival, you're just like, his movie sucked, his movie sucked, his movie sucked. Mine better win, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's competition. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, it does a job on you. But, all right, two and a half out of four Guinnesses. Uh, thank you so much, Curtis, for coming on. Uh, again, Jordan all the way. LeBron, hey, you're cool. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, hey don't take advice from me. Uh, listen to Curtis. He knows more about that shot. Stuff. It was a poster over here. I don't know oh, shit. What is that? Is that the Bulls? Oh, yeah. That's the last shot. Jordan as a bull. Oh my god. With 6.6 seconds left, drains it, goes out a champion. Last yeah. shot is a last shot is a Chicago Bull game winner to win the championship. I mean, you can't really get any better than that. No. You can't get any more goaded than that. I think so. I mean, I don't think even if LeBron's numbers are higher than Jordan's I think in terms of culturally and historically, the Bulls are just so much more significant, you know? Oh, yeah. It's not even, yeah. That, I mean, that's not even close. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I'm going to just have Curtis just walk away and we'll say goodbye. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just I have a little Michael Jordan like, Oh. I you know do what I do? Zach, do you have the Zach Levine bobblehead? He's supposed to be like the next I, big thing for the Bulls. Are um, you the next big thing for the Bulls? No, why not? You gotta believe in yourself, man. Believe Are in you yourself, the man. next big thing for the Bulls? Yes, That's I am. Like That's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> now I just feel like I'm talking to my nephew or something, doing baby voices. But yeah, actually, I didn't want to because I don't want to gross out the audience. I'll try to. But I have Toon Squad. Oh shit! You got the do you got the new merch? Yeah, I got the Toon Squad bathing suit. Which is why my arms are so red, because I've been swimming even with SPF 50. I uh, <laughs> get that, and also <laughs> I'm getting, I'm get, I've been offered a free Blu-ray of the original uh, uh, Space Jam. What, what the fuck is wrong with my brain? Uh, so if you guys uh, want, anyone who comments first on it will get my copy of it. Lit. Yeah. So that that's the way to draw you in. Sell that merch. Sell that merch. Right. <laughs> hey, Curtis, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we find you? You can find me at Curtis Shaw Flag on everything, but don't follow me on social media. Follow the Laugh Factory on social yes. media. Don't spam his inbox. At Open Books Ltd. And my wife is calling me. Oh, so having said that, well, guys, we'll see you later. Knowing that I have a 
thing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> no, that's okay. We'll see you guys later. And remember to check out all my written reviews, my podcast stuff, which I have a lot of podcast stuff to upload, a lot of backlog stuff, you know, a lot of my live plays while talking about the Bad Batch, basically. Uh, but, guys, content, uh, as you can see, is coming. Uh, I will not tell you the rate of as to which because I do not want to make any empty promises. But having said that, thanks for coming on, Curtis, and seeing this movie for me. And uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, remember, folks, to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you later. Welcome to the Space Camp.